This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. And this is our 150th episode of Talk Direction. Oh. Wow. That's like a number. That is a number. That's a big (laughs) number. That's really exciting. 150 episodes. Yeah. That's like 150 hours, at least. At least 150 hours. More like 300 hours. Oh my god, so wait, how many days is that? Like, oh that you have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> That's, like, a lot of days. <laughs> wow. Whoa, you could listen to Talk Direction for days and days and days. <laughs> Isn't that so funny where you think, like, I've legitimately talked for that long? Like, yeah. Like, I heard someone say, like, in your lifetime you sleep for 30 years. Oh my 30 god. years of your life! Like, so really, how, if you, like, freaking die at 100, that's only 70. Yeah. Strange. 30 years of sleeping. Um, oh. Anywho, so um, this is our second October episode. We're actually recording this the same day we recorded the first one um, because Lucia is a busy bee and has really exciting things. On the first couple weeks of October, yes. it's actually still September, but you guys don't even yes. know that. It's pretty much October. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a wedding. My best friends are getting married to each other next weekend, and I'm um, in the wedding. And then, sorry, dog is having a backwards sneeze. <laughs> and then <laughs> the weekend after that, I'm going to Portland. Wow, so, so exciting! So yeah, we are um, pre-recording these, um, but yeah, this is our second Halloween-ish episode. This isn't that Halloweeny, but you know, it's it's yeah. in October, so it's Halloweeny <laughs> any way you look at it. Um, just because we're gonna say the word Halloween randomly, exactly, yeah, so. it'll just pop up when you're not <laughs> expecting it. Um, so, uh, also, we wanted to uh remind you guys or if you haven't listened to the last episode that this month we are doing a uh halloween sleepover at the end of october and everyone is invited completely free um it's going to be um where on google hangout we hang out with you guys and watch um a movie together um what is it called again, Lucia? I keep forgetting Practical, the name. It's called Practical Magic. <laughs> Practical Magic. And it's the one with Sandra Bullock and their sisters and their witches. And um, it has Stevie Nicks songs on the soundtrack. So it fits perfectly with this podcast. And we think a lot of people will enjoy it. Um, so you guys just need like a Google or YouTube account. Um, and you can come hang out with us and, like, literally your face can pop up if you want it to. We can, like, hang out like a sleepover. Um, you also yes. don't have to have your face on the screen. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> we're going to do that on October 28th at 6.30 Eastern Time, 3.30 Pacific Time. Hi. So I am currently editing this episode. And I wanted to jump in to say that you have to be careful when you check the times for our movie night because 
I think it's like daylight savings at some point right on that weekend of the 28th and the UK and some European countries uh I I think maybe um something happens where the time difference is off because America and Europe don't change clocks on the same weekend so there's always a couple weeks where it's usually we're five hours apart from like the east coast is usually five hours apart from London but um at sometimes it's four hours apart so I think that during the uh during the sleepover that we're having I think London may only be four hours ahead of the East Coast, meaning that the uh, movie will actually start for London time will start at 10.30 rather than 11.30, which would be, so rather it's four hours apart than five. But I would just double check. I know there's different things online where you can put in a specific date. So the date of the movie, the time that it's having happening on Eastern like the Eastern, you pick a city and then you pick wherever your city is to calculate it because we don't want you guys to end up being an hour late to the movie watching experience. So just make sure you check uh, to ensure that it's starting at the correct time for whatever country you live in. So that again is 3.30 for California time. Uh, 6.30 p.m. for like New York City time and just calculate whatever it is for your city, making sure to pick the specific date because right right on that weekend the, the, the clocks are jumping around for some countries but not others so it just messes it up. Okay, back to editing! Uh, and you can calculate everything else uh, wherever you live in the world. Um, but yeah, we're going to hang out and we want to do this. And if it goes well, we're going to add this as sort of a Patreon benefit over at patreon.com slash talk direction, where we do a whole bunch of bonus content, including monthly videos. Um, this month, they're going to be all fall themed. So there might be pumpkin carving videos, fall get ready with me videos. Um, we're going to have, what else did we say? Maybe a Halloween setup party video. Yeah. Well, I always do a big Halloween party Um and and at Halloween, obviously, and so yeah, I'm gonna do a little video on how I like decorate and yeah all that stuff. And there's also like um, baking videos, so it's all fall themed. Um, if you are interested in that, uh, Patreon.com/talkdirection. Plus, we do Talk Direction down low, which is um, an extra half hour of podcast content um, after we record episodes. Um, there's four every month. Um, so this month there happens to be five actual main episodes. So there's not five Talk Direction downloads, but there's four Talk Direction downloads every month. Um, and last week's one was a reading of the fic These Inconvenient Fireworks, which Lucia is reading aloud. Um, so if you're interested in listening to that, if you're, you know, you have car, long car drives and you want to listen to a fic, um, she's reading that over there. So that's pretty cool. And we've got some other Halloween themed talk direction downloads coming up this month. Um, yeah, I read, um, I read chapter two, uh, for the last TDDL and it was quite long. I think it ended up being like 50 minutes or something. Wow. So it is like a really good thing to pop on in the car if you're doing cleaning, obviously the podcast as well, but (laughs) if you're like looking to like read or get into fan fiction and you haven't, 
Um, these inconvenient fireworks is a great one to start with. I think it's one that most people start with when they're getting into like One Direction fan fiction. Um, yeah. and it's super easy to have someone read it to you. And Lucia's style of reading is really like calming and nice. So I'm glad you feel that way. Cause yeah. I always, it's like that thing when you listen to yourself, like I'm doing this song for my friend's wedding and I keep listening to myself and mm-hmm. being like, this sounds like garbage. <laughs> but <laughs> no. then like other people listen to it and they're like, it's so beautiful. Aww. It's like, it's hard to get perspective on your own. Yeah. Voice. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, I think it's really good. So you guys should go check it out. Um, and be entertained um, but yeah get get ready for that sleepover put it in your calendar october 28th 6 30 eastern time 3 30 pacific yeah that will be very exciting um so on the episode today we're going to be talking about all of harry's song covers he's done he's covered a number of songs um obviously the boys covered some songs back in one direction and we've talked a lot about those and we've talked about the covers harry's done on long the way but we haven't dedicated a full episode to it um, and we got this amazing suggestion from Astra or at HS records with two S's at the end um, on Twitter who suggested we do an episode about the covers so thank you so much for the suggestion I told you it was a brilliant idea and that I wanted to do an episode and we are doing one uh, right now so thank you for that um, yeah, so yeah, like I said, Harry's done a whole bunch of covers as a solo artist, um, and he's also covered 1D songs, so we're going to include that in this discu- discussion of covers, the songs of One Direction he's covered and of other artists that he is he admires. Um, I love that he does covers, and I have them all as MP3s, and if you guys want them, just um, DM me. Actually, it's better not to DM me on Twitter. It's better just to tweet at me on Twitter, um, and I can like point you in the direction on how to get all those cover mp3s so you can put them on your ipod um because i have just a easy drop off links drop box link that you can get so if you're interested in those um let me know i just sent them all to my brother because he was like i want medicine on mp3 I was really like, yeah <laughs> i was like i got you covered um so yeah do you have like mp3 versions of harry's covers um, I do, yeah. Um, I don't have MP3s of all of them because um, I don't have like a very functioning computer right now, so I'm doing most things on my phone. Mm. Um, and it, you can't really like I can't import stuff into my iTunes. Yeah, on that's my, honestly you know, on my phone. one of the most annoying things about phones that you can't download music <laughs> from the internet on your phone onto your phone. Yeah. So so. In all reality, when I want to listen to a cover, I will usually just go to YouTube and listen to yeah. it there. I mean, a couple are on Spotify, I think. The Girl Crush one is on Spotify. Right? Oh, yeah. The official ones are on Spotify, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but well, yeah. Actually, I... maybe Girl, Girl Crush is the only one on Spotify, yeah. actually. Yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah. I listen to that a lot. Yes, me too. Often I'll just put that one on repeat and just like yeah, me too. Listen to it again and again. It's so good. It's so like warm so feeling. I love it. I love the sound of his, the tone of his voice on it. It's really yeah, beautiful. It really um, yeah. So this this episode, we're gonna go, sort of go through every single song he's covered and sort of talk about why he chose to sing them, how they differ from the originals, like what we like um in them and then at the end we're going to talk about like sort of what covers we want to see him do in the future um so i'm going to just read a list of the covers he's done 
Um, and this doesn't include, like, like when I looked up the, a full list of Harry's covers, it also included songs where, it, like, at concerts, he may have sung, like, you know, 20 seconds of a song or, like, sung oh, a line. Interesting. So, yeah, I didn't include that. <laughs> um, Wait, I just, like what? I don't know. There were a couple ones, like, he sung, like, one or two lines from. I didn't recognize all of them. Mm. Um, they may have been, like, from artists in the country that he was in oh interesting if you look well, up like he sings like a couple lines of faith in anna yeah yeah I, like that is that what they mean um let, let me look it up harry styles covers like it it had a full list and it oh, included yeah. let's see um like hey yeah like he covered that on carpool karaoke oh like i didn't include that right or the horses i think by ricky lee jones i think he's saying like a line or two from that so i didn't include that or like endless love oh endless love was the one. oh right he did that on carpool karaoke Karaoke too yeah Yeah. so like i didn't include those ones because right they're not they weren't like not really a cover yeah but you can he also did those ones um so let me just read them and then we'll get into them so, What Makes You Beautiful, One Direction, obviously. Um, Just a Little Bit of Your Heart, Ariana Grande, although Harry wrote the song. Um, the Chain by Fleetwood Mac. Stockholm Syndrome, One Direction. If I Could Fly, One Direction. Girl Crush, Little Big Town. Ultra Light Beam, Kanye. Wild Thoughts. Is that, it's DJ Khaled, but it's Rihanna. Why, I guess this is yeah. DJ Khaled. <laughs> um, Oh, I can never remember how Rihanna spells her name. I get I always switch the I and the H in the wrong order. Um, I know I do too. Landslide, Fleetwood Mac, Leather and Lace, Stevie Nicks, and You're Still the One, Shania Twain. Um, out of all of these, what would you say is your favorite cover that he's done? Okay. It is. Ooh, it's hard to choose, but it's a tie. It's a close tie between... Girl Crush, and Just a Little Bit of Your Heart. Mm. The thing, wait, the thing's happening. Okay, now it's over. God. (laughs) God, the thing's happening. I don't know. Why did that just, like, (laughs) randomly start? Like, how annoying is that? I know. I'm going to have to try to not use the program and see if it does it. Like, next time we just won't use the program and see what happens. Yeah. Uh. So it, it just started right when you started talking. God, that's really, really annoying. I'm so sorry. Um, Okay, well, I probably will just use the YouTube recording. It just makes it difficult because it doesn't record them on separate tracks. Right. I might have to look into this. Like, YouTube should be able to freaking separate them into separate tracks. Maybe there's a way. I don't know. Well, can you use Skype? Yeah, we can use that. I don't know if it will still have the same problem. But the thing is, then, once we do live episodes... People oh. won't be able to join on Skype. Right. Okay. I'm yeah. moving the last pug out of my room. I keep removing pugs <laughs> because they keep snoring. Oh. And then, like, the other one will start snoring. So the last pug is being kicked out. <laughs> Sorry oh. if you heard any snoring. <laughs> I heard snort. Yeah, I heard something earlier on. <laughs> pugs are very loud. Yeah. But they're cute, though. They're so cute. Um. Okay. So you said... A tie between Girl Crush and Just a Little Bit of Your Heart. Yeah, a close tie. And why would you say that? Um, honestly, okay. Like, when when I first came on the podcast, 
I wanted to do a full episode on just a little bit of your heart because <laughs> I love that song so much. Really? Like both versions. And Harry singing it just I can't even explain it to you how it feels, but like I heard him sing it at my concert mm-hmm. and I wasn't expecting it. And it was just like one of the like most amazing moments of my life. That goes to show me how <laughs> little you knew about Harry's tour until he came to yours. You really yeah. stayed off the internet. I did on purpose. I wanted it to be a surprise and it paid off because when the, he played that song, I just, I was like, I had no idea. And it was yeah. so magical and amazing. Wow. Because um, like, you know, he, he starts playing the chords and everyone kind of knows what it is. So everyone starts cheering. And I was like, what, what is it? What's it going to be? Yeah. And then he starts singing and it's like, you know, he, he changes it up quite a bit from Ariana's version. So mm-hmm. I was like, what is this? And then when I finally realized what it was, I was like, oh, my God, no, I can't believe he's doing this. <laughs> yeah. And then Girl Crush was like a song that I loved before Harry covered it like mm-hmm. so much. And I remember when I first heard it, I got really excited because I thought it was like a gay country song because mm-hmm. um, it starts out that way and then it changes. And then I was like disappointed, but also still loved the song just like yeah. sonically. Um, is that the right word? Sonically? Yeah, I, I think sound-wise. sonically. Yeah. yeah. And then Harry covering it, like I couldn't ask for anything more. Like I feel like if I could pick a song, any song in the entire world that I would want Harry to cover, it would be Girl Crush. Wow. That's really good for you, then. You got your favorite. Very good for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. (laughs) So those are my favorites. What what about you? Um, I would say Girl Crush is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, Mm -hmm. I love love Landslide and Leather and Lace because he did them with Stevie Nicks. Yeah. The quality, though. Leather and Lace is up there, too. Yeah. The quality, though, of the recordings isn't great until they release... Right. Whatever footage that is from when they sang at the forum together, which we know they have because we saw a tiny clip of them singing together, like video from the the forum where they sang. Was it? Mm-hmm. It was the forum? No, it was the troubadour. Um, That's right. They sang together, and we see it being professionally filmed, but we haven't gotten the footage. So I think I'll be even more like obsessed with those covers once we have good quality like audio of it but right now the audio that I do have is not great you can hear a lot of the audience which you know and it's not just cheering it's like people like screaming things out yeah Um, a lot of talking too yeah I was listening to the leather and lace one this morning because that you like I would think that leather and lace would would have been my favorite because that's that song has like a ton of meaning for me Mm. um but yeah I think it's just a matter of, of I didn't hear it live and the recording isn't amazing so yeah um, but yeah, I'd say probably Girl Crush is my favorite of yeah. all the ones that he did. Let's go to our other favorite problematic song, <laughs> What Makes You Beautiful. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh, yes. So this is obviously a One Direction song that Harry covered on tour. He really changed it up a lot when he yes. did it. Um, it was much more rocky. The song is quite different. Um, When he did perform it, though, a lot of the people in the audience would sing the old version and Harry would sing the new version. So it was a bit of like a a sort of a (laughs) mashup in a way. Yeah. Um, I thought that sounded cool. I I started singing Harry's way just because I got like used to it. Um, But yeah, what did you think of this version? Um, I love this version so much. I actually don't like the original version. Mm. Like, I'll listen to it when it comes on, and it's, like, nostalgia, but I don't like it that much. Yeah. Um, And I also find it very problematic. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't like the lyrics. But this version I love. Like, he kind of made it, like, punk rock almost. Yeah. 
I like that was definitely the the most exciting cover for me is this one. And it's one I really look forward to hearing live. Like when I went to the show. Yeah. Um, Cause it's so good live and it's so fun. And I love singing that chorus. Like just like it's yeah. Yeah. It, fun time. It, it is really fun. And like the audience would get so hyped up on this song. Like, mm-hmm. and it, it, he was being quite cheeky about it because it is such like a bubblegum pop and he's yeah. turned it into like, as you said, like this punk rock moment. And he, he's yeah. also like, out of all the boys, he's the one who like never says anything bad about like One Direction songs. He's like, oh, I love this. I would turn it yeah. up. Like, yeah. and he performed like the cheesiest One Direction song on tour, yep. which is, you know, great and fun. Um, yeah. And part of the way he does it makes the lyrics not bother me as much. Mm. It's because like, it's like all knowing. Like yeah, it almost feels like he's parodying it. Mm-hmm. And, like, parodying that this was his past, but also, like, appreciating it and, like, how it got yeah. him to where he is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you think he's going to continue to do this song next tour, or was it just sort of this tour? It's hard to say because it almost feels like it's so classic and iconic that, like, he should just keep doing it. Yeah. Like, this should just be a set regular. Because, like, what else could he do that would be at this level? Right. Um, but that said i don't really know maybe he'll switch it up again and it'll become a country version of the song oh that would be cool (laughs) yeah and it's hard to say like because of his next album like how you know uh, the more songs an artist has the less room they have in their set list right so there might be things that he'll want to replace it with yeah go on i would say out of all the one direction song covers he's done but maybe if i could fly but like this one's one of the more likely ones to stay because Mm -hmm. it is like what makes you beautiful and it's a big big song and i think and this honestly the reaction out of the people in the audience was so big on this song yeah i mean i think this is i don't know the statistics but this is probably their most popular song right yeah like their most well-known at least the general public and charts and stuff so yeah so if he does bigger venues too more people will be able to sing along to this one because you start getting like people who aren't diehard fans or whatever right um so yeah, anything else about this one? I don't think so. So moving on to one that you claimed was one of your favorites, "Just yes. a Little Bit of Your Heart," which is an Ariana Grande song, but um, Harry wrote it. <coughs> I wish yes. they did this like as a duet at some point. That would have been that would really be cool. fun. I like their respective versions though. Yeah, they are they're both so they're different. both good, they're so different. Because I feel I, I feel like it would be cool to hear them du- duet, but I feel like they're also so different. Like, I like each of their versions of the song, and I mm-hmm. wouldn't want either of their voices on either of their versions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I haven't listened to hers in a while. I definitely did a long time ago. His is his yeah. is almost like, it reminds me a bit more of, like, Two Ghost style, sort of that, like... It has a super country feel yeah, to me. country, like, strings type thing. Yeah, I could really do, like, a whole song discussion on this song, because I love it so, so much. Um, but yeah, I love, I love Ariana Grande's version. Like I listened to that before I knew it was a Harry song Mm -hmm. and it was like a song that I liked a lot. And then like when I found out it was a Harry song, I loved it even more. And then when I heard him perform it, I loved it even more. And it just like the way that he does it, it suits his voice so well. Mm -hmm. It's like the perfect like key for his voice. And um it like it also gets him a good range because he he, like the verses are very low so he like can sing in this kind of like almost gravelly like very low very like feeling voice yeah and then in the chorus 
um, there's like this really high note that's kind of belty where when it's like just a little bit of your heart is all I want. Um, it's so beautiful. And then the, the, even like the structure of the song, like there's a little break where like all the music cuts out and then the drums come in mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, I freaking love that. And then also at the end, he has everyone singing along doing the O's. Mm. And, like, the very end, like, all the instruments stop playing, and then it's just, like, the whole audience singing, like, the O's. Yeah. For, like, the last little, um, like, bit, and I just love that so much. You you it's... describing it is making me like it more, I think. <laughs> I, like, never was a huge fan of it. I thought it was, like, it was I know good. I feel that way. But, like, I, out of all the songs, like, it wasn't that exciting to me, but I really love, yeah. like, the way that you're describing it. I think I think maybe if we had like a studio version. Yeah. Or like I think also just the lighting he chose. Mm-hmm. Like was mm-hmm. it was like that purple, like blue sort of lighting. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like it felt less warm to me and a little bit more oh. like uh, Well, the song is freaking devastation. I know. <laughs> Which is also why I love it, because I love that's like my favorite kind of song. Yeah. And like the lyrics are my like like I love the lyrics so much too mm-hmm. just and just that sentiment like just a little bit of your heart is all I want like I don't mm-hmm. care if you're like you know dating other people as long as like yeah get a tiny tiny bit of your heart yeah it's so sad it is really sad and then like I I heard a little love is better than none oh that is really pretty heartbreaking yeah I, I wish we had like a great studio version I know. Maybe we'll get it in when he does the live version. There's no way he wouldn't put, like, his covers on, and then we'll get better versions when he, yeah. when he drops. I'm feeling, like, November would be a time that he's going to drop, like, a video this of November? some sort. Yeah. I hope so. Like a tour also, video. Also, I just have to say, I know this isn't an Ariana Grande podcast, but, like, I love her so much, and I feel so bad for her because she's just had, like, the literal worst time. Yeah. And it's so it's so messed up because, like – She's such a pure, just angel. Yeah. And, like, all this terrible crap just keeps happening to her. And yeah. she, like, went on this Twitter, like, spree yesterday or the day before where she was, just, like, tweeting all of her, like, horribly sad stuff. And I, just, I know. It's like, like, I never, I never say, I never think the thought to myself, this person doesn't deserve that. Because, like, I'm the kind of person that, like, I don't think anyone deserves that. Right. But, like, that's all I can think. It's, like, she doesn't deserve this. Yeah. It's, it's like, a whole bunch up. of just, like, bad luck that she's had. Yeah, and just exactly. random bad events that have happened Bad to her. events. And then also just – and then also the public making it worse. I mean, obviously, yeah. with the, the bombing, like, that was just a bad <clears throat> event. But then, like, with the, with the guy who was, like, groping her and then, like, with mm-hmm. Mac Miller dying and then, like, a bunch of people, like, being nasty to her. Yeah. And, like, I'm just, like – it makes me so sad and I just – I know that Ariana Grande doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah. But I just, I love her. And yeah. I, just, I wish I could, like, give her a big hug. I know. Me too. And she's so talented, and her album is so, so good. insanely talented. Yeah. She's, like, one of those people that she, she, her voice is, like, flawless. Yeah. Like, just literally flawless. Yeah. She's so good. Um. Anyways. Yeah. Little epithet. Epithet? No. I need to stop using that word incorrectly. I use that word all the time and it doesn't mean... <laughs> we, we looked it up once. Yeah. Ugh, a little aside. Oh, man. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah. That's just a little bit of your heart. Um, then we have The Chain, Fleetwood Mac cover, which was yes. an iconic staple to the encore part of Harry's show. Um, and he kept it in for both halves of the tour. Um, 
and I loved this. This is one of one of the best songs live I think he did. It was so like it got everyone on their feet clapping along, singing. I love that it really showed how like dynamic people's music tastes are because I think you get a lot of people going, "Oh, this is Fleetwood Mac." Like these young girls wouldn't know anything about it, which just like mm-hmm. is really reductive. Um Yeah. But, like, we, like, love Fleetwood Mac, and it was so cool to see Harry cover that, especially with his band, and they had all the really cool harmonies. Um, And there was just such an energy, especially with, like, the loud drum that goes throughout, like, that pounding sort of sound, and it really, I feel like, shook the theater, and you really got everyone going. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I really love this one. Me too. It's such a good one live, and it's so, like, rich. Like, there's so much happening Mm -hmm. in the song, like, with all the instruments and, like, it's really interesting melodies. Yeah, I love I love this cover. And yeah. it's, yeah, again, just such a fun thing to experience live. Yeah. And it's like some of those lyrics that you just want to, like, shout out into the universe and, like, feel yeah. so passionate about. <laughs> like, so many good lines in that song. Um, yeah. Is there, like, a Fleetwood Mac song that you want to see him do next that, like, you particularly are drawn to? Oh, I don't know. I mean, he's already done landslide. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd have to think like what would hit fit his voice. Like, there's a lot of Fleetwood Mac songs that I like love. Yeah, but like, which ones would I want Harry specifically to sing? I mean, he I said know. his Is there favorite. One about- he yeah. said his favorite was Songbird. So I'm thinking, like, maybe he'll cover that next time. I could see that as, like, a B-stage song because it's quite, like, slow. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've – I mean, I've listened to their, like, Greatest Hits album and their mm-hmm. Rumors album. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, other random songs that are popular. I really love, like, um, Don't Stop or Go Your Own Way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Sorry, like, maybe I would say working. those ones I like. Um, yeah, I don't know. Dreams is another big one, but it's not like one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I like Dreams, but I don't. I don't think that it would necessarily fit Harry. I mean, he would do it beautifully, but like, yeah, I don't think it would necessarily be like, uh, like specific. Like, oh, Harry doing that song would be amazing. Yeah. It's kind of a pretty mellow song. Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel about like Songbird too. I think Don't Stop and Go Your Own Way are more like in the vein of the chain where it's like more upbeat and fun and like sing along yeah. type. Yeah. And like, I really love like um, never going back again is one of my favorite. Mm, which one is that song. one? But again, like would that really like, Oh yeah. Be the yeah. best for Harry's voice. Like, I don't really know. Yeah. Not sure. Wouldn't it be amazing if Stevie Nicks and Harry put out like a duet album? Oh my God. That would be so <laughs> And they cute. could just cover both her songs and his songs together. Yeah. That would be so cool. God, there's so many rich ideas here for him to latch on to. Yeah. Um, what else about The Chain? I guess, like, uh, this must have been one of his favorite songs because he decided to put it in the encore, which you don't always see covers in the encore. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, probably what's his favorite song. And I also think it's such a good one live. Yeah. Because of, like, the the energy and the vibe and stuff. They yeah. thought it would be good to be. It was is a good encore song. Yeah, definitely. I wonder what the encore song will be for the next tour. Because, like, sometimes they choose one from the previous album if it's super popular. But I guess right. 
I assume, unless he does Kiwi again. Yeah. Well, it's this interesting thing I was thinking about is like with all these like first tours that the boys are doing, um, all of these, we've had two. (laughs) (laughs) But like, we're like, we like, you know, are like, oh, like I wish there was more. Like when they put their albums out, like, I wish we had more songs. Like we only had 10 songs from Harry. But the more songs we have, the less covers we're going to get. That is so true. So like, that's something that like, that's like us not appreciating what we I know. have because I know. like if he had put out an album with 15 songs like he probably wouldn't have done any covers yeah and then we would never got have gotten girl crush we've never gotten the chain like yeah you know i know though ed sheeran still does covers or he does like yeah, mixes. that's true a lot of people still do covers but like the boys do a lot like harry has I mean, if you count One Direction songs yeah. as covers, he has, like, what, five covers in his yeah. set? Like, that's a, lo- that's a high number. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, I, I, we're definitely going to have an episode of, like, what songs Harry keeps from this album. Mm. Like, which one should he <gasps> keep for next tour? Because he won't do yeah. all of them. No. You just know some are getting dumped. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so the next one, Stockholm Syndrome, One Direction song. Um, I guess he chose this one because he wrote it and, like, people associated it with him, but it's definitely not my favorite song. I feel like it's quite problematic lyrically. Yeah, he um, loves this song. Yeah. He did change it like, up. Yeah. So, what are you going to say? Oh, I just, I said I feel like he doesn't understand that it's problematic. I think he just thinks it's sexy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> classic. Like, the way he talks about it. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I definitely, I, I don't think he'll keep this one if he's gonna get rid of a song i think he would get rid of this one over like if i could fly or what makes you beautiful yeah um but yeah i mean it sounded really great live aside from the lyrics it was a really fun one to sing to because like you have that like whatever like woo thing where you like Uh scream out at the right moment and like that so that was fun but i don't like the lyrics (sighs) Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I think you'll get rid of it next time around. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, so then, If I Could Fly, another One Direction song he covered. This was the only one from Made in the AM that he covered. Yeah. Um, and he chose this, I guess, over Olivia and Walking in the Wind, which were, like, the other two songs that he wrote just, like, himself right. and some other people. Um, and If I Could Fly was a B-stage song. And I think fans really gravitated towards this one. Obviously, yeah. like, I loved Olivia a lot more. Um, right. But, like, this one was really pretty. And live, it sounded amazing. And especially because it was the one, uh, one of the ones, again, like, What Makes You Beautiful during the live concert that fans got really excited about because it was a One Direction song and a Harry song at the same time. And there uh-huh. were some really pretty vocal things that he, like, did where the audience would sing certain parts and he would sing certain parts and that's always fun Um, yeah what did you think of this cover i love this cover i love this song this is definitely one of my favorite songs on the album Mm -hmm. um it like it's it's a really it's emotional song and it feels very personal and like to me i just it's a very special song to me yeah um and i love harry singing it the one thing that i found interesting is i actually prefer the one direction version interesting <laughs> that's to say that <clears throat> not that i not that i 
not that I like don't want to hear her say it. Like obviously when he sings it at the shows, I I like I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. But I think what I like about if I could fly on the album is the fact that each boy sings a different part. Yeah. And that is what makes the song special to me. Especially in the ending, because in the in the final line of the song or the final chorus of the song, they each trade off mm-hmm. singing a line. And like all of the differences of their like super unique voices is what makes a song special. And then there's so many harmonies and like layering of voices. Um, so this is like the one song that I feel like I actually prefer the One Direction version. Mm-hmm. I mean, the One Direction version is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And like Harry singing this song alone, it's beautiful, but it's not, it doesn't reach the same level for me. Mm. And also like, I'm someone who gener- generally really likes songs sung by multiple voices mm-hmm. like that's partly why I was a big fan of One Direction because mm-hmm. like that is something that's very appealing to me like that's why like I loved Glee when like that TV show yeah was happening um I didn't really watch the like le- last seasons but I love listening to songs with like different voices because it adds so much like you know it adds like so much like of a dynamic feel and like it makes it much much more interesting mm-hmm and yeah. then especially when you have like a band where like you you have people singing and you know you can pick out their voices and you know stuff about their personality and their relationships and like it just it adds a lot more to the song emotionally mm-hmm. I remember trying to learn each of the boys voices like back in the day where you're like yeah still unsure <laughs> and you're like okay who is that now it's super easy to tell most of the time I know it's yeah I sometimes I still get confused when I listen to the early early album yeah I can't always tell because I think when their voices were younger, they were harder to tell apart. And I think mm-hmm. there was much more um, effects on their voices mm-hmm. in the first albums, too. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, it took me a while to learn to pick out their voices. Yeah. I mean, I got a couple of them pretty fast. Like, I mm-hmm. got Louise mm-hmm. and Niles really fast. But then I would always get Liam and Harry confused because mm-hmm. they would sing a lot of the same parts. Yeah. I feel like I mixed up Liam and Niall, maybe. I don't know. I could always tell Niall because he always had that bit of it has that bit of an accent. Uh. <laughs> but Harry's voice has developed so much. I think on the early albums, he sang, he he like sang like Liam, like he was trying mm-hmm. to sing in this very like clear pop voice. Mm-hmm. And now he actually has much much more of a unique voice. Like it's he goes, he really deeper goes and into gruffer. It. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't yeah. he doesn't aim for those like pure pop. Yeah. Um, vocals anymore like though the kind that Liam does mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is good because it like it comes naturally naturally to Liam it doesn't necessarily come naturally to Harry yeah like he sounds better when he's singing his more natural voice which is kind of gravelly and yeah what do you think the chances are that he keeps this one on for next round I don't know I think it's all going to depend on what else he puts out mm-hmm. because this is like a good you know ballad type like torch song yeah (laughs) if he has more of that on his next album I could definitely see this one being kicked off Mm -hmm. but if he doesn't then I could see it staying Mm -hmm. I really hope he's he's puts in Olivia (laughs) yeah that would be fun I I'm I'm so curious like the songs that they don't add I'm so curious why because like when when they were first touring I had this theory that like they're not playing any songs from Made in the AM because they're saving that because they're going to tour it because mm-hmm. they like hadn't they were doing covers they were doing one B songs but they like hadn't done any specific 
anything from Maiden AM. Mm -hmm. So for a long time, I was thinking like, oh, like there's a reason for that. Like none mm -hmm. of them are allowed to do songs from Maiden AM because so they're going to tour that. But then they started to do songs from Maiden AM. And I was like, okay, but why did you pick those ones? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I love that he did If I Could Fly. I think it, it fits. But like, yeah, like why didn't he do Olivia? I don't know. Could have done that one instead of Stockholm later, Syndrome. Like yeah and then like with Niall like why didn't he do temporary fix mm -hmm. oh Niall's voice would have been amazing doing the full temporary fix and how do they divvy those songs up I don't know I have so many questions for them I know well I guess like temporary fix was like a Niall written song so I, I bet they feel just right. more close to the songs that they wrote so those are the ones they're more likely to sing you know right it might feel weird to be like oh let me sing this song that but I like what makes you beautiful like did harry contact other boys and say like can i have this song <laughs> i don't know i'm not <clears throat> sure what the conversation is there yeah um okay so then girl crush harry's voice it fits so well to the tone of voice again i think it feels like it could fit on an album with like two ghosts maybe mm -hmm. just a little bit of your heart like if he did that like I mean, it fits on his album even like it's got he's got a some some of his songs feel like they're born that sort of country vibe mm -hmm. um yeah and there's some really beautiful high notes that he hits as well that are just so lovely yeah. it's such a beautiful song and yeah like we were saying it it like suits his voice so well mm -hmm. um the way he sings it like i remember when, when the first time i heard it is when he released it as a actually no wait was the first time i heard it was a live version yeah the first time i heard it was a live version and then i heard i remember when i heard the studio version there was something about it that was bothering me there was some tempo thing mm -hmm. or something but i've completely forgotten about forgotten about it now did he so do an actual studio version or was it just the bbc special version I guess it was the BBC, but, like, the way that it was recorded right. yeah, it makes it sound like a studio version. Mm -hmm. But I listened to that on repeat just for an entire, like, for an entire day. Like, I just could yeah. not stop listening to it because it was so sad and beautiful mm -hmm. and peaceful. And, like, yeah, I just wanted to listen to it over and over and over again. Yeah, it's such, like, a great song to sing along to. Like, Yeah, just... and it's, like, that kind of song is one of my favorites, like, with the, like, that kind of, like, electric guitar, mm -hmm. really, like, slow in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, so pretty. Yeah. Um, and then he did it live as a surprise for the last show in L.A., which was very exciting. And he brought his whole band to the B stage. I'm so um, mad that he didn't do it for my show. I know, right? Especially because he teased it. He, he oh, played yeah. the opening chords. I was like, what the heck is wrong with you? Ugh, how rude. <laughs> I wonder if he'll so bring rude. this one to the live shows next round. Again, like, yeah. it'll probably feel like last era, you know? You want to, like, clean slate, but... Yeah, well, I was I was joking with my friends too that I was like, it's probably a good thing he didn't play it because like I I don't know if I would survive that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the next song is "Ultra Light Beam," which is a Kanye West cover. Um, and uh, sadly, we have he only performed this one time. It was at one of those early shows that he did that were like all for charity before he even mm -hmm. started his first round of touring. <laughs> Um, and he covered this song, and it's quite poor quality that we have of it. Like, there's no yeah. good audio. Um, 
and there was no other choices to choose from because he only performed it once. But I know a lot of people loved this cover. I thought Harry did a really good job. It was quite different, like not something you would expect Harry to cover. Like we would expect Fleetwood Mac, but like a Kanye West cover is quite like different um, yeah. than his style of music. But I thought he did a really good job of it. I just like his vocals sounded really great. I just wish we had a clearer version so we could appreciate them more exactly that's how I feel about this song like if there was a really good version of this song like it might be one of my favorites Mm -hmm. um because I really love the way he did it how it sounds like I think it's so pretty and cool it's very like moody Um, I I love it it's so moody yeah if there was a good version of this I would listen to it all the time but Mm -hmm. because the version's so crappy I I don't really listen to it ever Mm -hmm. wish we had a good one I really wish we had I know yeah I doubt he'll do it again, though. It was like a one-time thing. Yeah, it did seem like a one-time thing. Unless we get footage from the concert. Like yeah. Professional footage, that would be the only way. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, then we have Wild Thoughts, which is the Rihanna cover. DJ Khaled, apparently, as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he did this in the Radio Live Lounge, so we got a very good quality version. I hope the boys all continue to go to the Radio Live Lounge because that's when you get covers because they always sing covers in those, and you get good quality versions of them. Um, and I just think he should always cover Rihanna. Like, she's so talented. Yeah. I'm, like, looking forward to when she's putting out another album. Her last <laughs> album was amazing. Every time I go back to it, I'm just like, wow, this was amazing. Um, yeah. And, yeah, Wild Thoughts is a fun, sexy song. And I, I would love to hear, like, Harry explain why he chose, like, the ones he did. Like, why was this song? Did he listen to this one a lot? Like, like why did mm-hmm. he decide on this one? um what did you think of this cover um I loved that he did this I like applaud him for doing this cover I feel like it's like quite brave of him mm-hmm. um because it's like kind of unexpected and like you know covering Rihanna's is you know she's obviously very well loved yes <laughs> um I like this specific song is not one of my favorite Rihanna songs so mm-hmm. like I didn't love it for that reason but I'm glad he did it I yeah do, and I do you know I liked it but I yeah I wasn't like up there for me just because I did the specific song I don't love so much. if you had to pick another Rihanna song what <clears throat> would you pick for Harry to cover well I saw you wrote love on the brain and I yes think that would be freaking amazing I mean she that one performance where did like, she do it the live performance of love on the brain where she wore that green oh dress. where she sang it in that yeah. crazy voice yes that was like the one of the best performances live I've ever seen like yeah, it was really go cool. look up Rihanna's live performance of love on the brain in a green dress it was at some award ceremony yeah so yeah and I good. feel like that song would really suit Harry's voice especially yeah. with that chorus like he would belt it and, and that like his belty voice and yeah that would sound yeah. amazing oh, such a good song <laughs> yeah maybe they will collaborate though we will see yeah um okay next song landslide Fleetwood Mac cover he performed this with Stevie Nicks at the Troubadour I guess it's like one of the first collabs we've had of Harry he hasn't really mm-hmm. done any duets except to these ones um, and then, like, right. whatever he's performed with his band. But they're not really duets because he's, like, the full singer of it. And they just sing background vocals. Um, yeah. But, but Landslide was a, a duet. Um, and, I I mean, Landslide's probably my favorite song ever. Um, 
so like of all time yeah of all time wow and you got harry to perform it <laughs> i know Ugh. i know that that is very exciting i never really thought of that i guess but i i really hope we get a good version of it because like it just they did such an amazing job the harmonies on it are just like mind-blowing the notes he hits and having stevie nicks sing with him it's just like and i remember like the videos of those he was just like in awe of her which is always like really yeah. sweet to see um do you remember the first time you heard him do this like do you remember that um i guess i don't know i i don't know if i saw clips of it first on for like on twitter first like and then saw a full version I remember mm. keep trying to make Kara listen to it, and she never wanted to listen to it because she thought it would be too emotional for her to watch. Oh, I remember her talking about yeah. that. I don't. I still don't know if she's ever watched them. I should like oh. force it on her next time, like make her listen. Just like let it come up on like like in my car. That's what I'll do. I'll put it on shuffle yeah. in my car, not on shuffle, but I'll have it ready to play when she gets in, and I'll be driving, and there'll be no hope. So. That's such like a me thing to do to be like, <laughs> this is this is something that like would be so good and I don't yeah. so I don't want to experience it. Yeah, <laughs> no, she does that a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, I yeah, I just I really love this song. I the the version I fell in love with was the Dixie Chicks version because my mom always used to play that when I was little. Um, and I yes, me too. Yeah, then I heard the Stevie Nicks version later. Um, but yeah, this this was such a beautiful collaboration. And again, just the harmonies, like wow. What did you think of it? What did you think about it? Um, yeah, I thought it was beautiful. Um, I remember like there was like it was a bunch of things sort of hitting me at once because it was like, oh my god, he's performing a Fleetwood Mac song. Oh my god, it's landslide. Oh my god, <laughs> Nix is performing. Yeah. Like there was like a lot yeah. <laughs> to take in. Um, and again, it's one of those that I haven't really listened to because mm-hmm. there's not an amazing quality of it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I would love to hear like a good quality version. I have like a good quality version. Yeah. And that that goes for the next one too, Leather and Lace, which yes, Stevie Nicks same. song. Um, who did she originally perform this with? Don uh, I always forget his name. <laughs> Hen- not, wait. I have uh, it somewhere um uh, don henley that's the I guy it's don henley that's the guy that niall was talking about right his song mm-hmm. dirty laundry Am I right? yes dirty laundry yeah. he has a song which is like slow hands um yeah this was another... yeah don henley also did one of my favorite songs of all time which was the boys of summer Oh, cool. He's a relevant dude. And I hadn't even heard of him <laughs> before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they did Leather and Lace, which is another really br- pretty song, a great duet song. Um, mm-hmm. And they sang it together. And again, just Harry's voice and her voice go really well together. Yeah. So Yeah, Leather and Lace is one of my favorite songs as well. <laughs> and... Um, it's super like it's super personal and like meaningful to me mm-hmm. and I like I remember flipping out when I saw him mm-hmm. perform it with Stevie Nicks and I also listened to it before we recorded and 
I was so struck with how incredible he sounds. Like his vocals for yes. this song are on point. He sounds so amazing, mm-hmm. um, which is also so impressive because he must have been nervous. Like we saw, yeah, like he looked obviously nervous, but yes. yet he was still able to sound so good. Um, and I would love to hear. I would love to have a good quality duet of this, mm-hmm. or honestly, just a Harry Potter. <laughs> I love Stevie Nicks' voice, but, like, Harry singing the song is just so... But I felt like their harmonies made them all so beautiful. No, it's true. It's true. I I would want it to be a, a harmony, a duet. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah I uh, love this song. I, it's, it's a song I like to cover myself. Oh, that's so good. So we each got songs that we really love. Harry has good taste. I'm excited to see him do more really covers does. in the future. Yeah. Um especially duets like I really want him to put a duet on his next album like I don't know who he would choose Uh, I mean my vote is always for like I don't know Stevie Nicks would be amazing I would think it would be I think it would be wildly popular if Harry and Taylor did a cover together I would not like that I I know but it would be really popular it would be really radio like I feel like they would get so much press from that yeah but I don't want that gosh no see I I like Taylor like I don't want him to get like some super popular radio song well I'm not saying it has to be a pop song like think of like there's songs that make it so huge on radio that aren't pop like take me to church like hugely that's true it's a beautiful song I love Hozier's album but, in but the thing, here's the thing about Taylor Swift is that, okay, Taylor Swift's, la- like, uh, her last two albums, like, the music, I love. Like, I love those albums. Yeah. But, like, I don't feel like her and Harry would do anything together. Like, when she did her collab with Zayn, I just kept being, like, like I want her voice off of this. Like, it doesn't make sense together. Like, Zayn's, like, not that her voice is bad, but, like, I just, I don't know. I feel like when you're doing a duet, like, there has to be, like, a reason yeah, but your voices her, sound good together. Her other her music before the last two albums fits really well with Harry's, I think. Like some Maybe. of her er- earlier albums, and I could see her going like those are her like musical roots. Like Right. So I mean that's just I would love to see that, but obviously like you don't have to love to see that. Like if you had to pick someone for Harry to duet with, who would you choose? I mean I hate myself in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with me? I'm saying so many horrible things. No, you're not. <laughs> you guys, I don't hate bisexuals and I don't hate Taylor Swift. Please. <laughs> so who would you want Harry to duet with? Um, I would want Harry to duet with. Um, let's see. See, this is something that, like, if I had prepared, I would have, like, gone like gone through everyone and, like, come up with a really good answer. Yeah. But I didn't really prepare, so I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. I mean, I think I would love to, to have him duet with Kesha, to be honest. <gasps> oh, um, my God. Because yes. she's, like, one of my current favorite artists, and I think they their styles together would be magical. Wow. Oh, my God. Right? Yes. Don't you think? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, Kesha would and be also amazing. like I think him doing performing with Taylor would be fine. Like I just like I like pooped on that. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> okay. 
But Troy yeah, Sivan. He should do that with Troy Sivan. Oh my god, yes, that would be so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Troy Sivan or Kesha is what Rihanna. I want to see. <laughs> Leon yeah. Bridges. He toured with him. Yeah. Here's hoping. I love Leon Bridges' album. I need to listen yeah. to that more again. Me too. I love it too. Um, I was just looking through my recent listens on my phone so yeah let's let's hope he does some sort of duet i'm just scared he might like do one with like dua lipa because she's so popular but like i Mm -hmm. don't see his and dua lipa's music like mixing at all yeah they're quite different yeah and i feel like i love harry's voice so much like like there like i haven't thought like oh i wish he would do a duet with blah 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 because i just like i love his voice on its own so much yeah um, I think, like, he definitely wanted to do his, like, own thing for album number one. We'll see. Yeah. But, like, maybe it doesn't even have to be on his album, you know? It could be, like, for a soundtrack or something. Or on someone else's album, even. Yeah. So true. Um, okay, the last song is You're Still the One, which is a Shania Twain cover. Um, and this was a surprise song for um, the New York city show uh madison square garden second show he did um and he brought casey musgraves onto the stage with him and she wore this beautiful rainbow dress and i've included a picture of it because it was just really gorgeous um Mm -hmm. and they sung together and i thought it sounded really beautiful together um and yeah i thought this was a really pretty cover Mm -hmm. i yeah i I, i'm not like i didn't really i mean i knew the song of course but Mm -hmm. i didn't like I wasn't, like, had any, like, emotional feelings about the song beforehand. I know there was things about, like, Harry choosing this one, like, for his mom and, like, her, Hmm. um, like, for Robin, who's passed away. I didn't know that. Yeah, I saw stuff about that. I'm not sure if people were just speculating or if some people believed they were, she was doing it because it was, like, the anniversary of, like, I think his passing or of, like, their marriage or something, like, around this time. So, like, that is possible. Um, yeah. I think that, like, adds a layer if that was true. If not, that's okay, right. too. But, yeah, what did you think of this cover? Um, I love that they did this cover. I really like this song. Um, I used to be a big Shania Twain fan. And I think part partly I feel so weird about Casey Musgraves. Mm-hmm. Like, after all the interviews she's done where she said things that I'm like, what? like why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that kind of tainted it a little bit for me mm-hmm. um because before all of those interviews i like loved casey musgraves and was like yeah. really excited and then i kind of got like less excited about it uh-huh. um so yeah i think i listened to this once and thought it sounded nice but it wasn't anything that made me also like i kind of get a sour taste because shania twain like said she would have voted for exactly Trump, so it's like um okay you're canceled <laughs> yeah so the whole thing's kind of like like Oh, like I, like I would have loved this, I, like uh, a year ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. I would have like been so excited for this, and now I'm yeah. Just like, mm. But I think it sounded pretty, and like yeah, it was okay. nice to just get like a bonus song, a surprise song that was exciting because I was at this show live. Oh, you were there, right? Yeah. So that was cool. Oh. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. Um, but. Again, I wouldn't say it was, like, if I was to rank them, it wouldn't have been, like, at the tippy top of my list, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. This guitar he's holding in the photo with Casey Musgraves is so beautiful. I know. He had it's a friend one paint that, actually, for him. Really? Yeah. It's got stars and a moon and then 
a little purple like shadow around the hole. And there's like so foxes pretty. that like look like they're in love. Yeah. <laughs> I was at the guitar center last night yeah. and I was like staring at all of the guitars behind the cases, like all the expensive ones. Yeah. And I was thinking about Harry. Oh. And how crazy it would be to like be a touring musician. This yeah. Weekend. You could just... And also how crazy it would be to just buy a $5,000 guitar. I know. With not even a thought. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, oh, yeah, I'll take this one. Maybe this one as well. Um, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Like, that guitar is really pretty that he has. I wonder if he'll have a whole new set of guitars next time around. Mm. Don't know. Um, if you had to choose a song for him to cover in the future, what would you pick? So, again, I if I had prepared for this, I think I would have, have different answers. But... A couple things came to mind. One is the song Strong by Sheryl Crow. <laughs> yes. Um, just because I love that song so much. Mm-hmm. And I love Harry doing country-esque songs. Yeah. I want him to do more of them. And I feel like his voice would sound so good on this song. And it yeah. would just make it. I just, I would love him doing this song. Um, and then the other one I thought of was Hosier, like, Take Me to Church. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like his voice would also sound so good on that song. Yeah, it's got like the really low, the really like low singing, um, and then like that same kind of belty chorus. Yeah, they definitely have similar styles. Yeah, of like vocal and like song as well. Yeah, so I pick kind of two opposites. Like I feel like "Take Me to Church" is a song that would more fit in, like is like what Harry does, and then obviously "Strong" by Sheryl Crow would be like not what he does but still reinterpreted he would cover that though i just basically what i want is just for him to make an entire album of just him covering like female country that would be amazing yeah um if i were (laughs) to pick yeah if i were to pick covers i think my favorite queen song is don't stop me now so i think i'd love to hear harry do that one queen Um, yeah yes he hasn't covered queen yet so yeah, this is what I mean. If I had had time to prepare, I would have been like, oh, right, of course. Yeah. Queen well, songs. I'm scrolling through my songs as we speak. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I am not prepared. But yeah, I think, yeah, Queen, Don't Stop Me Now, just such a fun song. Mm-hmm. Like, so pump up Um, Let's see if I can find any others. um i don't know i mean hosier for sure he just his entire his entire last album and his new album as well is really awesome um or his ep that he's put out yes Um, i love that last the last song on that ep i listened to yeah yeah, so many good songs on it um i don't know i don't know kesha (laughs) Uh, i'm just scrolling i'm i don't know (laughs) Ooh, maybe something by Lord. Liability. Ooh, Him and Lord doing a duet fun. on liability. Okay, that is a duet. See, that's what I mean. Okay, Lord's voice and Harry's voice together. Yes. Like, <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Because, like, their voices would work together. Yeah. I think, yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, I think Lord would be a cool person for him to collab with, for sure. Yeah. Um, I listened to her do an interview the other day. There's this podcast that everyone should actually listen to. It's called Song Exploder mm-hmm. um, by this guy, Rishi. 
and he basically interviews um, artists about their songs. Like he'll pick one song and like kind of dissect it. But mm-hmm. but the artist is talking about how they wrote the song, like how they came up with the lyrics, like all the little technical stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's formatted in this way where you can't hear him ask the questions. You just hear their answers. Oh. But I was listening to one he did with Lord, and I was shocked by her speaking voice. Have you oh. heard her speaking voice? Well, she's from New Zealand, right? Yeah. But, like, the way her voice sounds, I just was, it was so unexpected. Yeah. It's, like, so deep oh, and yeah, mature. Yeah, yeah. I just had never heard her sp- speak before. Yeah. Isn't that interesting when you don't, like, if you're not obsessed with an artist, you don't listen to, like, interviews and they yeah. can sound so different? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I should, I feel like I've heard her speak before, but I don't know if yeah. I, I think it'll still probably be jarring because I don't do it all the time. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, she. I've seen her speak on her Instagram stories. That's where I've seen her speak before. Yeah, it's very different. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I follow her on Instagram. Um. All right. So that is everything for this episode. Let us know what your favorite cover is. Um, that Harry has done. And pretty much that's it. I hope you guys have been enjoying the October episodes and the bonus content that's over on the Patreon. Again, there's going to be tons of things fall-themed over there, patreon.com slash talkdirection, where we're doing pumpkin carving and apple crumble baking and lots of different fall Halloween things. And, of course, the uh, ultimate... Halloween sleepover that we're going to be doing on October 28th at 6.30 Eastern yes, time. So 3.30 Pacific time. Um, so get that in your notebook. Come join us uh, for a fun Halloween sleepover watching Practical Magic. Um, yeah. And that's pretty much it. Thank you for listening to episode 150 of Talk Direction. You can follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com or our Instagram which is just talkdirection and you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster and that's C-A-I-T-L-I-N I.R. Foster. And Lucia, where can they find you? You can find me at Lucia O on Twitter and Instagram. L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H And then you can rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes um, or just Talk Direction as well as on SoundCloud. I'm Caitlin. I'm Lucia. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 151. Bye. Bye. I got a girl crush. I hate to admit it, but I got a heart It is slowing down. I got it. Everything she has Smiling that midnight left She's giving you now